Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles, the podcast that for the month of December puts two Christmas movies with loads in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious, because it's this year's final Merry Clashmas Christmas countdown. Ho, ho, ho. We spent Monday's episode with Rogan, Gordon Levitt and Mackie. They were our guides round NYC looking for an awesome party, which means today, Jason Bateman, TJ Miller and a stacked cast of comedy talent prove that if you can't get to the party bring the party to you and what a party it is from 2016 it's office christmas party it's christmas we should celebrate they said just a little get together for the employees have a few drinks blow off a little steam nothing crazy Merry Christmas, Jeremy. Great night, huh? This is a sample cheese board for a holiday mixer tonight. I'm sorry, you're having a Christmas party tonight? It's not happening. All right, it's canceled. So which film in this week's Christmas Carnage Clash will be victorious? We'll have a winner at the end of the show, so let's get it on. Welcome to the final Clash of the Titles Merry Clashmas Christmas Countdown. Ho, a ho, ho. the Kraken. Hello, Clash Butters. All right. Let's light this fucking candle. <laughs> I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crumpton. And it is still just me, V, and V for today's episode. C will be back next week. And welcome to part two of The Night Before versus Office Christmas Party. As you well know, the end of this episode features the verdict where we will declare which is definitively the better Christmas film. But just before we get into this, it's time for a review from one of you to make us feel better about us, read by Chris Tilly, aka Vicky Crompton. <laughs> this is from Joe in Tacoma, Washington. So I hope that's not a bit of Washington that I've previously slagged off <laughs> via the Rotten Tomatoes points based system. Uh, it's called Klaxon Klaxon I'm All In, which obviously I appreciate. Ready? Question one Which clash of the titles host was wronged when a Sam Raimi film won instead of the other film in the episode? episode answer the crow lost to dark man so it was vicky crumpton question two which clash of the titles host has quoted and the thing about a shark is he's got life-size black eyes like a doll's eyes more than twice on the pod 
That's Alex. Hello. <laughs> Question three. Which Clash of the Titles host said, set against the backdrop of a truly terrible musical movement? That was Chris, formerly Chris Tilly, which I appreciated. That. Sorry, that's me speaking. That's very funny. Uh, Claxon, Claxon. With three amazing hosts that make each other laugh and the fans laugh, as we are rounding out another year of podcast excellence, I wish nothing but health and happiness to Vicky, Alex and Chris and their families. Isn't that nice? Thank you all from Joel. What's Thanks. a nice thing to say? No, that's really nice. People are just nice. That's really nice. That's I love lovely. that. Oh. Yeah. Happy Christmas to yeah, you, Merry dude. Christmas. And your family. Yeah. Love it. Thank there you. There you go. That was great. That was lovely. Oh, what a way to start this show. Okay, so on Monday, V was at the ball breakable. Sorry, the <laughs> nuts cracker ball. Funny. Yep. <laughs> Which means today, this isn't my first rodeo. It's time to head to one of cinema's most brilliant blowouts in 2016's Office Christmas Party. Let me take you on a journey. Xenotech is failing because it needs to be 12%, not 6.5% something something yawn. But sure, we are definitely watching this for the story of inventing new internet from toasters. Anyway, (laughs) big-hearted, generous trust fund boss Clay wants to save the company and throw the greatest Christmas party in the world, TM. But his evil ice queen sister, who has literally fallen out of the pages of a Disney cartoon, won't let him and probably wants to cast a spell smothering Chicago in an eternal winter. With the help of his lovable divorcee friend Josh, they throw the work Christmas bash to end all work Christmas bashers, largely thanks to copious amounts of cocaine blasted into the room from a snow machine. Cue toilet sex, property destruction, Jesus galloping bareback through a (laughs) baying crowd. Like I said, it's one hell of a shindig, rivaled only by the after-party of the first live Clash of the Titles show. <laughs> Clash Potters, for your consideration. Here off his Christmas party. Histories with this movie. When did you see it, V? I'm just going to be honest, because this is a safe space. Is I, it? I thought I'd seen it, but I was thinking of horrible bosses, so I haven't seen it. There you go. Sorry oh. about that. Very similar to me, sort of. Yeah, I get that. I get it. kind of. Bateman and Aniston. There we go. That's all I need. Yep. So I was like, I've seen this. I like it. I was like, I haven't seen this. And I do like it. Right? Yeah. I, was, oh, I wish I'd known this was your first one. I wish I'd known, oh. but I didn't. Yeah. Uh, so I watched it a few years ago, and it's now entered that much hallowed sphere of a movie I watch every Christmas because it is fucking awesome. <laughs> My God, I love this movie. I love this movie so much. It's up there with Scrooge and Die Hard. Okay. The holy trinity. Yeah, if you will. Of Christmas movies. <laughs> watched it last year. Actually, it was a bit triggering this year. I watched it last year. Mm. Remember I was seeing that girl last year? Yes. This time last year. And, uh, there's a bit of a divorce chat in there, isn't there? Well, yeah, but it was more about the fact that, you know, I was seeing that girl. Yeah. And then we watched it together. And it was oh, like, of course. We, 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 drunk, so we, we got drunk and watched it. And, you know, and it was just like the perfect movie to watch at that point in time. And I think it was snowing outside. But it definitely wasn't. But I've romanticised it <laughs> to that point. That sitting down to watch it this year, I'm like... Okay, if I get through this watch, then it can re-enter like the the. You can sphere. cleanse, yeah. can, in the nicest possible. But it was Sorry, quite just difficult. not being disrespectful. It was but difficult. It was snowing this time last year. You're not lying because it was Marshall's birthday. It snowed on his birthday. So it was. I'm sorry, <laughs> sweetie. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's still a cracking movie, right? Then I just want to know a bit about this movie. No, I did it on Monday. <laughs> did it on Monday. I don't really. I mean, what is it to know? Uh, a Hollywood producer. Guimon Cassidy, uh, he'd produced Steve Jobs, Hope Springs, 
he goes up to Will Speck and Josh Gordon goes, make a movie What's about a party at Christmas. And they go, yeah. And they went, yeah, all right. No problem. Uh, Love to. At this point, they'd, uh, they'd had a couple of hits. A big hit with Blades of Glory. Yes. That's theirs. They wrote and directed that. Uh, they also wrote and directed The Switch. Oh, I've seen that. Mm. <laughs> what a weird premise for a movie. If you haven't seen The Switch, it's where Jason Bateman swaps out a sperm donor's sperm with his own sperm and Jennifer Aniston has his baby without realising. Cruel. Interesting premise <laughs> for a knockabout comedy. <laughs> yeah. Really interesting. Illegal. Cruel. Mm. Yes. Uh, so... Uh, They love the idea, though. Uh, I've got a couple of quotes from them, actually, Will Speck and Josh Gordon. Uh, They say they wanted to do this because the night of an office Christmas party is so rife with danger and high stakes and tension. You're always one drink away from ruining your professional life. Or just life. Are you having an office Christmas party? Well, I, I don't have an office, no. but you do have an office. We do have an office, but we work in the third sector. So. Which always makes me think sci-fi. But oh, isn't. God, sorry. That sounds really exciting. It really does. I work in the ugh, the voluntary sector. There you go. That's better. Okay, that's not as exciting. So, in fairness, there's no you don't they don't pay for anything because um, 100% of our funding goes to support our beneficiaries. So there's no Christmas party. Ultimate werewolf. <laughs> But the charity sector does attract people that, like, we're, we're good sort of, like, we're a little bit like belts and braces, let's get stuck in, we can make a party out of nothing kind of thing. Oh, great. I am making my team go to the pub tomorrow. Woo! And I've done them a quiz, and they are going to fucking do this quiz, and they are going to love it. Cool. I I'm really contradictory. I hate enforced fun, but at Christmas time... Everybody, please get on this quiz train. Yeah, it's about the only time where I turn a blind eye to enforced fun. I know. <laughs> and don't look look witheringly yeah. at people. And also, you'll hate this about me. I was like, we're doing an international Christmas quiz because I just want to bring in our global brothers and sisters at this time of year. I don't want it to be like, what does Kevin say in Home Alone? Boring. I want it to be like, in which country? Just mm. the tradition of X, Y, Z. Give me an example question. Uh, in which country is uh, famous for having mummers at Christmas? Canada. Canada. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> also, thank you for the email talking about Canadian mummers this morning. I just thought it was so interesting. It is interesting. I'm really scary. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. In the mummers' home. <laughs> if you don't know what a mummer is, uh, look it up. They are very terrifying. Yeah. So we'll do an international Christmas quiz. Uh, I was, and then we'll just drink a lot of medium strength IPAs. Uh, session ales, really, because you want to keep going. Uh, that's it. We'll totter off down the Thames together. It'll be nice. That's what we did last year. Is it embarrassing that I only realised it was this year that I discovered that a session ale is so you can drink longer over a session? Welcome. I didn't know that. I thought it was just some beer term. <laughs> well, it is a beer term, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's a sort of it's a drinking session. It is, yeah, yes. Well. It's a low percentage. Uh, every day's a new day for me. When we were younger, this is uh, Speck and Gordon talking again, office Christmas parties were more celebrated. This next uh, sentence might uh, be of interest to you because okay. you're having yours tomorrow. Yeah. But... In the litigious world we live in, with HR and oh, social... Oh, I can't flirt anymore. Oh, I can't... Me, 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 fucking me too. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what happened to flirting? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's not a thing over here. We're not that litigious. Stop whinging. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that yay or nay to flirting at your office Christmas thing? I think, because I, I, I know feel... some of your colleagues do listen... <laughs> So I think it's really important to set out your stall now in terms of what you expect from your team. Yay or nay to flirting? Christmas flirting, it's fine. 
it's fine. Right. So, yeah. yeah, so they can flirt. I think, for, oh, look, the flirting isn't dead just because women were like, please, can you stop raping us? Like, it's fine. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just drives me up the wall when people are like, well, you can't flirt anymore because of me too. <laughs> it's like, no, you can't rape anymore because of me too. But you, you can. A massive you know, difference. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's clear. I mean, <laughs> you know. Who's that for? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I, I, I think... Uh, I, I think and I would like to say now on the record... You, you, you couldn't rate before me too as well. Uh, but also, you know, I mean, it's highlighted a lot. Uh, I'm glad, yeah, it's I, always been pretty frowned upon yeah, and illegal. It's but definitely bad. However, flirting, you are, you are cool as a boss with some Christmas flirting. Of course I some am. Some harmless Christmas flirting yes. at, a, at, a, at your work drift. If it genuinely is harmless, great. of course. Oh, great, 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 great. And people have different comfort levels and I'm very mm. I try to be cognizant of those comfort levels and not put people in a situation which they would rather not be in mm. but if it was you know if both parties are into it fine I think what might be beneficial and you know I'm just just coming up with an idea on the spreadsheet fly. spreadsheet no no I think an example so I am a flirt you know no <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously not, but I, I'm a trained actor, so I think I can embody a flirt for the purpose of this role play. So I am someone who works in your team uh-huh. at your am office your Christmas boss? party. No, you are another colleague. Okay, are we at so, the same level of seniority? These things are important. Yes. Okay, great. You work in a different team, but we're both at the same level. Probably mm. get paid around the same. I probably get a bit more performance related, but fine. Go ahead. Okay. You look uh, you're really pretty tonight. Oh, thank you. What team do you work in again? I don't know you. Oh, <laughs> Computing, uh, the computing team. I do a lot of computing. Um, do you, uh, are you, are you spending Christmas with your boyfriend? Or? <laughs> that's not flirting, that's mining for information. You don't know how to but do But I don't it. want to continue flirting with you if I know you have a partner. Oh, that's So fine. I'm trying to find that out. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm spending Christmas with my husband and kids. What are you doing? And that's not a closed door, by the way. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Wow. I'm joking, it's Christmas. Uh, I'm going to need to know what your work Christmas drinks are because I am coming. It sounds fucking fucked up. <laughs> the worst Christmas party. Uh, uh, Let me tell you something to make me seem sweet again and not like weird and desperate. <laughs> it, was, it was a Christmas party uh-huh. when I was younger and I'd made my own dress because that was this thing I was into years ago, like oh, easily, like 10, 15 years ago. Then I put on my party frock and I was like, I got this nice fabric from Soho and I got it really cheap and then I made this dress off the internet and I'm there in my office and I was like oh I'm not very good at sewing it turns out and I was like it's going to fucking disintegrate and it only had like three joins in it because it was like a simple dress that anyone can make so if it comes apart it's going to come off so I spent a long time in the toilets trying to fix it and freaking out and not knowing what to do and I was in the toilets for so long that my line manager came and was like, Vicky, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. What are you doing? You've been in there for ages. And I was like, oh my God, she thinks I'm going, like I'm crying or I've had a heart attack or something. I don't know. But I was there for a good, like 50, we had one toilet, 50 minutes, just like, what can I stitch this dress together with that I've got on me? Like some weird badges that I had in my bag because I was in my twenties. Right, so that was a bad right, party. Stuff. Yeah, mm. basically. That's really rude. What, to come and knock? No, to have one toilet and you occupy it for 50 minutes at a party. I know, I know, I know. One toilet, voluntary sector, through and through. And yeah, it is really rude, but I didn't know what else to do. Sorry. (sighs) Well, anyway, Speck and Gordon said, but in the litigious world we live in... yeah. Uh, with HR and social media, you're not allowed to let chaos and craziness in the workplace exist anymore. So now an office Christmas party can be an act of rebellion. It's almost become anthemic. 
Okay. Mm, that's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. So, uh, uh, big hello and uh, thank you for listening to all Vicky's uh, work colleagues <laughs> and her team and uh, your Christmas party. See you tomorrow. Well. It's going to be wild. <laughs> it is off the fucking chain. People flirting yeah. all over the place. You have a husband, you have a wife. Doesn't fucking matter. It's Christmas. Not tomorrow night, you don't. <laughs> you lucky sods. You lucky fucking sods. P.S. This is instead of a bonus. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right then, so uh, because we uh, went down a Me Too wormhole there, and because you were, you started talking about having a husband, and still that's not a no. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me let me try and sweeten, yeah, uh, both metaphorically and literally this show, okay? Uh, because uh, he says, bringing his uh, his uh, his satchel. Ooh, do you know what's happened? No, it's not. <laughs> Is it? Is it? It arrived oh yesterday, just in time for today. Uh, so, uh, did you do something for Chris? He's not here. No, it's no, he's not. It's for Nikki. Oh, brilliant! And uh, Nikki, do you want to come in uh, for a moment? I'll give you, I'll give you your present as well. Do you want some special cake? It's special cake, <laughs> Nikki. You're going to want to come in for this. This is our producer, Nikki. So look, there she is, hey. Nikki. So uh, that's for you. You've got one. Okay. Can I have it? Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. Mm. So this is oh God. the famous <laughs> cake of the one and only Santa Cruz, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Yay! My Tom Cruise cake arrived what? yesterday. Oh, brilliant. And this is it. So I thought we could enjoy oh, some Tom Cruise cake. Thank you, Alex. You can't hear me, but it smells delicious. It's always good. And it's vegan. Is this correct? It's from Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's from Tom Cruise. <laughs> It's from the actual Tom Cruise, yeah. I'm going to eat it. This happens every year. Mm. And now we've got to do a professional broadcast with a face full of oh my God. delicious cake. It's mm. a bunch cake. It's delicious. Isn't it? Mm. Right? It's really good. Oh, Sorry, this is terrible, terrible podcasting. But also, I'm really hungry. I didn't have breakfast. Yeah, I'm starving. Mm. Okay, let me put it somewhere aside. All right, wait. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Mmm. Mm. Mm. We should have. We should have staggered our chewing. Okay. Okay. How did that feel? Delicious. It's good, isn't it? It's really nice. Really good. It's a really good cake. Uh, thank you very much uh, to the lovely Tom Cruise, a very generous and beautiful man, the world's greatest movie star. TM. Jesus, you're working it hard today, aren't you? That and the werewolves. <laughs> uh, did anyone after Monday's episode has anyone bought Ultimate Werewolf uh, if you have um, <laughs> congratulations uh, you're immediately entered into the Ultimate Werewolf prize draw uh, we'll be doing that on next week's show Ultimate Werewolf uh, right then so that's all that, that's all I got really that's absolutely fine they mate. took it to DreamWorks DreamWorks went yeah it sounds great fucking make it and they made it <laughs> good luck yep. don't fuck that it up that's literally all they did <laughs> yeah. uh, everyone was just like yeah I'm, I'm in we have, yeah, yeah. I want to do it yeah let's fucking do it um <laughs> So, let's talk about this bloody movie. We meet Josh, first of all. Uh, yes, thank you for pointing out the trigger, uh, the divorce. Sorry, yeah. yeah divorce, <clears throat> uh, divorcing his wife. Um, I was fine with it. It's oh. Jason Bateman, and I think he's so lovable. Yeah, he is. He's incredibly lovable. He's just great. Yeah. He's great, um, and that's a great scene with Matt Walsh from Veep as his lawyer. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, is that my Christmas card? No, it's my bill. Uh, it's <laughs> a lovely, lovely opening. So we get to meet Josh, uh, divorcee Josh. And then, oh, is she ever not good? The answer is no. Kate McKinnon. Oh, amazing. Shows up as Mary. She's the head of HR. And uh, she is talking to Megan, uh, a worker there, who's top. <laughs> who's top. It's Jamie Chung who plays her. Her top's quite low. Top's quite, quite low. low, yeah. Can uh, we put Dancer and Prancer back in the stable? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. The thing with Kate McKinnon is, like, is that script? Is that you? Yeah. I don't know. Because- An HR person literally can't describe your breasts like that. Like, that runs counter to HR, but because it's hair, it's fine. You can't call someone's breast dancer and prancer? They're right that you're shaming her. And no, you can't objectify someone's boobs by pretending they're reindeers. I let him look at my boobs at the Christmas party last year. Okay, let's roleplay this. We're learning. I'm Megan. Yes. My top is too low. You're the head of HR. In your office, how do you approach me about my low top? I say, Megan, mm. um, are you yeah. aware of our dress code? No. <laughs> Brilliant. Here's the dress code. Read it. If there's anything that doesn't make sense, come back read. to me. <laughs> okay, that's cool, because I'm all about meeting people where they are, so I've made a video mm. that explains to you the fucking dress code. What does the video tell me about my dress code? It says we've got a certain threshold for collar height, and that you... <laughs> Ah. I just showed you one of them. And then I'd be like, oh, is that what this is? Okay, let's go. (laughs) Again, your party tomorrow night is going to be off the hook. I'm going to get fired. (laughs) Uh, So, and then we meet Jeremy. This is how stacked the cast is. We've got Jeremy, who's uh, Rob Corddry. Normally, I think he's the funniest thing in a movie, and he's the, uh, I hate to say it, he's possibly the least funny one in this movie. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because Hot Tub Time Machine, he owns. He owns that movie. That movie would not be as good without him. If he, it just, I don't know, it's just something in his scenes... I, maybe it's the direction of the, I don't know. It just doesn't work. Mm. Uh, then we got Joel, uh, played by the brilliant Sam Richardson. He has a fight with a vending machine, gets sprayed in the face. He's a brilliant actor. Yeah. Um, have you watched uh, Werewolves Within? No. A lot of fun. Really good in that. That was the last thing I saw him in. Uh, then you've got Tracy, played by Olivia Munn. Um, there is a sign in her office. Did you see the sign? No. There's a sign in her office uh, that reads, uh, the only stupid questions are the ones you ask me before you ask the web. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. The number of times people ask, like, I've had people go, do you know if the tubes are running today? I'm like, fucking Google it. Oh, but it it's there. time. Like, it's nice to speak to. There's been a study. Mm. It was in the news. It was in the press. Talking to strangers is really good for your health. Uh, I read about this. Mm. I read about the fact that this is why you, I was reading. I was trying to work out whether I still need to leave the house if I don't actually have anything to do. And this mm-hmm. study said you should go out. You definitely out. should. And yeah. I was like, do I have to? And they're like interacting with strangers yeah it's brilliant for you really good for the mental health because it feels it feels like a barrier that you've overcome Mm. Um, I get asked for directions all the time I think I look like I've got a nice face you do have a nice face thank you do I look friendly and approachable because I get asked for directions probably about three times a minute when I'm walking down the street Mm. I don't I often don't know what to do but you have a go right oh I do you don't don't like to not know I don't like to not know Mm. so I'm like give me your phone sometimes I'll do their phone for them and be like there's a map (laughs) follow the map you do their phone I'll do their phone (laughs) great great Um, yeah I like that I like the fact that she's got that sign Uh, so we get a bit of subplot here um, yawn. Xenotech, she's got this new internet thing. I mean, fine, you need a bit of plot. 
you need something yeah. at the, the end. The only reason, it, the best reason it works, I'll come to the end when we get to it because I've got some problems, but there's a through line for Josh, which is he's boring now. So then the car chase, that that's the payoff for that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll buy all of that. Okay. The tech stuff is, is a problem. Um, so we get this uh, little bit of a little soup song of uh, romance between Josh and Tracy that may or may not happen. Uh, we've got Alison, played by Vanessa Bayer. <laughs> One of the great introductions of all the characters. You fucking motherfucker. If I hear you let your stripper girlfriend <laughs> put my kids on a motorcycle one more time, I will gongle you so hard. <laughs> That's very funny. She's good. <laughs> She's good. Um, do you watch that? Uh, I think you should leave on Netflix. No, is it good? Everyone oh, says it's good. It's great. Is it really? It's really. I'm good. looking for something else to binge because it's that time of year. Each so. episode's only about 20 minutes long. Perfect. There's, it's three seasons now. It's great. Okay, I'll really watch good. it. Uh, she's very good, and it. She does. There's a great skit about. Uh, she's with a couple of friends, and they're basically uh, doing that sort of self-deprecating thing on Instagram, where they're posting a really sexy picture of them. Yeah, and then they're going, "Oh, just hanging out with these like bitches or yeah, whatever." Yeah. And anyway, she just takes it too far. Eat slurping pig shit with these slut hogs, <laughs> and they're like, "Why are you calling us slut hogs?" She's so good in it. Anyway, I've, I've paraphrased it badly, uh, but no, it's I know the post. I mean, like cocktail with cocktail time with these bitches. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that a lot. Yeah, that kind of shit. And then we will meet one of the great comic actors of our generation, T.J. Miller. I think this man is amazing. He's very good. He's so good in everything. <laughs> Silicon Valley was never the same when he left. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I believe you. Mm. He's just, he's, I just, you know, I said it on Monday, just funny bones. Um, you know. Not without his demons, uh, well, by yeah. all accounts. That's what's making me a little bit nervous. I can but, tell. Yeah. I, I can tell. You don't. You won't champion him as much as I am because you know. Well, I don't. The trouble is, I, I get scared to. I don't want to. Contrary to what I normally do, I feel a little bit nervy about wading in on something like this because I don't know anything about him. Mm. I didn't know who he was mm. until we did Ready Player, Player One. One. He's eye rocking that. I've even. never heard of him. Mm. So then it was like, oh, okay. Then it was like, oh, he's all a bit cancelled and whatnot. And I've read a little bit about what happened, but I don't know anything about it or him. And so for me, unusually, it's hard to have an opinion. But I don't know if I don't know I, I don't know if he's a wrong one or not. Basically, because well, I don't really know what happened or not happened or whatever. Well, let's just take him as a performer. In sure. this piece of art that we are discussing today. Yeah, he's fantastic, today. yeah. <laughs> I wonder how often Office Christmas Party has been described as a piece, piece of, of art. Piece of art, never. Right. <laughs> I'm happy to be the first. This piece of art. Uh, so, uh, the directors, Speck and Gordon, say, uh, what made this experience most fun was the actors. TJ Miller likes to have a good time, and it got chaotic whenever he showed up. We've never met anyone quite like him. We went into a bar once with him in Atlanta after shooting, and it was like being with Bill Clinton. Right. (laughs) Sex pest Bill Clinton. (laughs) Sorry, don't sue me. Uh, Within five or ten minutes, he had a hundred people focused on him. Just has this magnetic thing where you just want to have fun around him. I can believe that. I can believe that. A lot of that energy is there. Mm. Or as Josh describes uh, his character Clay in this movie, your mind's like a drunk baby. <laughs> Good line. Uh, so, uh, oh God, do you see? Because just any like he says things that you sort of go on any other day that wouldn't be as funny as it is. But right. his delivery of it's so hard to shop for the bald. Who are they and what do they want? Yeah, that's true. On paper, it's nothing. Nothing. He yeah, makes you're it right. sing. Yeah, makes it sing. Uh, let's meet Jennifer Aniston as. <laughs> 
Carol. I love Carol. <laughs> Do you love Carol? Well, I love Jennifer Aniston, mm. and I love and her chemistry with Jason Bateman, which is documented over many feature films. Is yeah. I love all of that. Yeah. What is this? This is uh, this is number five. The breakup, the switch, horrible bosses one and two, and this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So on casting Aniston, uh, Gordon uh, says uh, we created this character for Jennifer because she's absolutely fearless. <laughs> she's fearless. She's fearless when it comes. And to she's playing. friends with all of us, so <laughs> it made perfect sense. Well, it didn't mention that. No, no mention of friendship. It was very much an open casting mm. policy, and Jen just won the role, and also we know her really well. Yeah. Uh, she's fearless when it comes to playing somewhat unlikable characters in comedies. For her, the more daring the role, the better. <laughs> That's what he says. For her, the more daring the role, the better. Yeah, she's great. Yep. Uh, uh, one final uh, mention, uh, Randall Park, who obviously was in The Night Before, is in this uh, as Fred. Uh, so... <coughs> Excuse me. Brilliant scene. Carol is talking about their 12.5% versus 6.5%, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Clay walks in. She says, good, you're here. Have a seat. He goes, it's my branch. I prefer to stand. Yeah. And the big, the first big laugh for me is like, Alison, will you please remove Clay's chair from the room? <laughs> it's good brother-sister stuff, though. That's why it works. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, and uh, then... Uh, we find out that uh, Carol, Clay's sister, Jennifer Aniston's character, she was she never had it easy, whereas Clay's always had it easy. So that's the dynamic between them that is going to create the payoff at yeah. the end. And that's why his performance is good, because you should hate him. Mm. Like, he is a shit boss. He has wasted money, and they are in trouble, and they've not been performing very well. And they do lampshade it in a minute, because someone goes, oh, when we pull together, we're actually quite efficient. And it's like, oh, yeah, so there is a bit of a glaring logic gap there. But because he's so likeable, you're like, you're a fun boss. It doesn't matter that you shit. Exactly. And I think it's a weird call, isn't it? At one point that you find out he's a trust fund kid. So he's like, if the company fails, you think he's got this yeah. trust fund to fall back on. But then they undo that by going, he spent that entire trust fund on propping up this company. Which he should because he's fucked the company. <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah. So they're going to throw a party to convince Walter Davis uh, to do a deal with them. Uh, and they're going to throw the party. We get a sort of ticking clock. Five hours they've yeah. got to set I up I was a bit annoyed. I was like, so you love it. Like the promise of the premise carol's gonna close this branch unless you land this pitch that's 20 minutes and it's like no 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 we should be there at five minutes like what why have we spent 20 minutes laying the groundwork for the title of the film is office christmas party let's just get there a bit soon it's too long isn't it like for a comedy like this it's easily no. too long. you love every minute i love every minute of it and also i don't want the i don't want to find out about this party too soon I, I want the party, party. no i think you could get there sooner and do more of a getting ready montage i was just i love the getting ready montage i always love a montage how much alcohol can i legally buy from you yeah mm. I was like surely you're allowed to buy as much as you want you are right <laughs> but that's because TJ Miller is a god and he delivers that and you're like that's brilliant yeah. and who like, are you talking to we only talk, talk to Sainsbury's they're like you can have as much as you want as much as you can carry friend it's fine uh, we get this little bit of subplot about uh, Carol offering Josh a job in New York uh, she turns up at his flat how so did you do you think is there a sexual relationship between them two that was cut she goes to his house why would she go to his house like it's a bit mm. forward no no I think it's to make bachelor pad jokes well, no, I know that's what it's for, but like... Because the cheap comments on the rug. Right, all right, all right, fine. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know about my divorce? You changed your emergency contact to self? <laughs> Good lines. I think there are some actual good lines in the script. I think the improv around these lines is probably even better. Anyway, let's get to this party right after this break. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, that was convenient. That was good. Right? Yeah, I love Thanks. that. That's Thanks. why you do what you do. I mean, I won't, I won't lie. It was a happy accident. <laughs> But fuck it, I'll take it, man. Uh, right, it's the party now. I've been banging on about how this is one of cinema's greatest ever parties. So this is what the directors say about it. If you shoot a movie at a party, it better be a party you want to hang out at. In a weird way, the party, that euphoric, out-of-control environment, is sort of the star of the movie. Yes. I agree. I agree. I would love to go to this party. I just got nervous when I saw the toilets because what I like is an, a lot of space it looked like you'd have to wait you know what I'm like about my hair and shit like that I'm like mm. I need to have well, my dreams hat. when you take me nice places mm. such as a private no when you do which you do what I'm saying is private right. members clubs I thought it sort of sounded like expectation like when you eventually oh no 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 like when that. you do when you have taken okay. me and will continue to take me to you good so you take me to nice fine. places and then nice places you've got your own bathroom essentially haven't you so you've got your own mirror your own sink whatever so yeah, you can I just be that. like oh my god i can just adjust the makeup do the hair without someone being like oh, are you done like which is the pubs i go to where people bang on the door are you done yet are you, <laughs> you, you the some... one hosting that quiz it's <laughs> really annoying me can you pass me some bog roll no not the places you take me to so the toilets made me nervous mm. but apart from that yes i like that party Okay, I didn't really consider the toilet situation. I think about it quite a lot. Everyone seems to be having sex in the toilets later so on. So where do you go from that here? That is draw like... a number. What? Well, not the other one. <laughs> or the other. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, maybe someone's got their own office toilet. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, they based this party on John Landis and Harold Ramis movies from uh, back in the 70s and 80s, right. that kind of party. I get that kind yeah. of Animal House vibe. Yeah. Uh, they said they had 300-plus extras who was with us for the whole shoot. We built a massive set on two side-by-side sound stages. It was totally immersive. You walked onto a set, even though it was spring in Atlanta, it felt like a non-stop Christmas party party in downtown Chicago. It was like Vegas in the casinos with no clocks. It had its own energy. Wow. I want to be on that set. Yeah, me too. I want to be in the party. I don't want to work. I mean, no. being on a set is work, so... No, I hope those water coolers were actually full of tequila, gin and vodka. I like that as an idea. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this thought that's gone into this party. Yeah, because someone's... They've had a fun session, relaxed, and gone, what makes a brilliant party? And then they've done it. Yeah. Clay prays for this deal to go through because he genuinely wants to save the branch because he's a good guy and also tell Prince and David Bowie how much they meant to everybody. (laughs) 
<laughs> when he says they know. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking yeah. awesome. I mean, Labyrinth and Purple Rain. <laughs> Uh, and for more on Labyrinth, do listen to uh, one of our early episodes, uh, Labyrinth versus Free Jack. Free Jack. What's the connection, you say? Uh, actors who were in <laughs> the video for Dancing in the Street. Dancing in the Street yeah. and, and other films that they did. Mm. It works. Mm, it did. It did at the time. Still finding our feet. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, the party's kicking off. Kate McKinnon, Mary, she's head of HR... All right. Uh, even though it's dark outside, the rules don't turn off. I love that. Mm? <laughs> Remember, the decisions you make tonight will haunt you for the rest of your professional lives. Yeah. So have fun. <laughs> She's wonderful. She's wonderful. Uh, so as I said, on Monday, uh, we got a famous footballer, a Chicago Bulls all-star, Jimmy Butler. Don't know who he is. Don't follow American football. But it was Mark Wahlberg who suggested him for the movie. Okay. There you go. Um Right, Nate. We haven't really talked about Nate. He hires Savannah, uh, an escort, uh, to appear like he has a girlfriend yep. to his bullying colleagues. That's right. Um, and we meet Gillian Bell again from Monday's movie here playing Trina, the pimp. Yep, that's all good. That all works. Lovely. It does. Uh, Jason Bateman sucking on an eggnog luge. Oh. <laughs> you really hate eggnog, don't you? No, and how surprised are you? But there is something I won't drink. Mm, I am surprised, especially because eggnog is bloody delicious. How is that possible? Mm. Listen to the list of... Yeah, blah, blah, no, never, never, never. And the eye stick thing is very funny. Very funny. But I just and don't And also because think... it's eggnog. And what does it look like? What? Actually, you're ill if it looks like that, so not. It look like that. <laughs> is that how you can tell? I must be ill. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, that is not normal. It's not a refreshing drink, is it? Is it? I've had one once and I, I thought it was gross. <laughs> a white Russian's not a refreshing I drink. I know, but I hate them too. I won't drink them. How about uh, a Kahlua? Yeah, I love Kahlua. No, no, it's like that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, fine. So we got there in the end, a sort of thick, you, creamy drink that you like. Something to find something I will drink. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Jesus, Alex. God, you started this with your fucking sex party you're throwing tomorrow night. <laughs> but, the, but the charity aren't paying for it, so you see the difference. And then for any other... I'm paying for it, everyone. HR aren't invited. They're not invited. They don't even know it's happening. <laughs> That's not even a joke. We're just leaving the office. Really? Are you? Do you have to run external parties by them? I don't know. We're in a weird position where we haven't... We're just going to be a bit bossy about it and just leave. <laughs> So I'm definitely going to get fired. <laughs> Where's Vicky? Where's the team? She's taking them to the pub at 12 o'clock. Oh, OK. Quiz and sex. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, right, we get this Alison and Fred scene in the daycare room where it turns out Fred has a fetish. That is fetish. so upsetting. I was, so, I was upset when Alison was in the nursery anyway because I was like, oh, she doesn't want to be there. She's got a night off. Mm. But I was like, okay, but the fetish thing is just, she's very, they're both very funny in it, but I found it so alarming. I'm not easily shocked with stuff like that, but that turned my stomach. Yeah, it's kind of creepy to begin with. I think it's it's all in the script. The line, something's happening in my diaper. Oh, God. That's where you go, this is so dark. That's gross. So uncomfortable. You'd call so the police. Awkward. I'd call the police, I think. Well, that's not what Alison says. She says, save that shit for the fourth date like a normal person. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, why? Oh, why? Uh, is Olivia Munn and Jason Bateman dancing in snowman suits so fucking funny? It's really well cut. Like, that's... <laughs> it is... It's not as funny as... They're like, let's get this party started. So we're going to dance in the snowman suits. If you were watching it for real, it's not as good as with the sharp cuts, obviously. Mm. But you're not watching it for real, and it is very good. So good. 
So good. And so then Walter gets blasted in the face with cocaine. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's really, it's like, and he's like, now, having been quite uh, reserved, he's like... He's been professional. Let's get fucked up! <laughs> and at that point, you're like, yeah, this party is going... Uh, right, um... Then uh, we see Carol with the little girl Darcy in the airport. It's good to see. It's funny. Very funny. Uh, one of my favourite scenes in the movie is Clay on stage doing karaoke to DJ Call, Let Me Clear My Throat. I fucking love that song so much. Have you heard the live version? It's on Spotify. The live version. There's like a very well-known live version. Sorry, I sound like your mum. But there is. And it's fucking amazing. I listen to it all the time. One of my best memories of the wedding is Angela going to me, is this on your wedding playlist? I was like, yes, it fucking is. Then I knew things were turning. Sorry, Auntie Christine. <laughs> Fucking know it. <laughs> How is it not on yours, bitch? Yeah. And then Mary with the call and response for each. I was like, I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, when they're all on stage, Walter, Clay, Mary. Ugh, it's just brilliant. Uh, we find out a little bit of romance stuff here. Josh had the chance to date Darcy, uh, Tracy rather, but screwed it up. Um and then we get that classic moment when the kiss is interrupted again. Rob Corddry, not being particularly funny. It's that classic, I'm just pissing here and I don't really care joke. <laughs> um, is this a real thing? You work in offices more than me. I I've do. worked in an office for a while. Is people photocopying their chest or bum or dick is that a real thing or is that a movie trope it's a movie trope but it also feels like a British sitcom it feels like a trope that's absolutely everywhere in western comedy that mm. I know of and I've never seen anyone do it Never one, no one's ever expressed an interest in doing it it seems logistically it seems like quite a dull thing to do mm. you'll break the glass like when someone sits on the glass yeah. of that you're going to shatter that glass which is why I can't ever enjoy it because I always think about that I always think about getting have you done it no, no, no. no when I, you said I, mean, I never enjoy it, it's like the times I've done it. When I've been forced to do it, when I've been held, like <laughs> I've been, I've been derobed and thrust onto derobed. a photocopier against my will. <laughs> no, I mean when I can never enjoy these scenes in movies because I always think oh, that You're breaks. Get that cracks right up there inside you. Yeah, well, hospital or yeah. death, actually, or yeah. both, or both. Great. No, I've never, I've never known. It. I don't know. It must have started somewhere in a bit of. Uh, it art. feels really seventies as well. Yeah, it, it does. feels like a sort of naughty it's not British. Naughty. Yeah, like Benny Hill sort yeah. of. Like this is the naughtiest thing we can think of. It's like it's just not. But maybe it's when photocopiers were so new. new. Right. <laughs> they do it with the three D printer. Now that makes more sense yeah, because kind of that's funny. updating it. But yeah. actually doing your boobs on them, no. Um, let's talk uh, about the moment things start to fall apart. Walter's fall. Oh. It's every time, weirdly, and I'm, I'll say now, it's not my favourite scene in the movie, but it's the scene I remember because it's just so just well done. The th- yeah. It's the face off the filing cabinet. Yeah, that's mad. So I actually did a little bit of reading around this. Uh, this is uh, Speck and Gordon, uh, the writers, directors. Uh, the scene where Courtney B. Vance's character, Walter, swings from the Christmas lights really represented the high watermark of the chaos of the party, and we knew that was a must-land stunt. We tested Oof. it for weeks before we shot it but still the extras were totally freaked out they thought the guy had really injured himself how do you do that sort of thing it's madness no. I know I know uh, so Carol arrives at the party she's going to shut this place down that's it it's over and people overhear her and so that makes them go 
all right, this is the end. Yeah. This is now an end of days party. <laughs> Fuck shit up. Uh, Clay gets kidnapped by Trina the pimp. Do you uh, not think it feels a bit... He's got his two drink limits, and that is because of challenges with alcohol, I assume, because otherwise he wouldn't have a two drink limit. Mm. And it just feels a bit serious and a bit sad, and I thought maybe a better way would be like, oh, don't give me, insert whichever booze here. Eggnog. I, don't give me eggnog, I'll go mental. Or don't give me tequila, whatever. Don't give me mezcal, I'll make a bad decision. But Stop naming drinks I love. Sorry. Sorry, but don't don't give me more than two drinks. He's like someone that's had to set a limit for themselves because, well, for obvious reasons. I just felt a bit grown up. I wasn't... Interesting. It, yeah. Like, not that relatable because most people don't set... Them. Most people that drink haven't got that two drink limit. Whereas a, a lot of people that drink have got one thing they won't touch mm. because it sends them loopy. You've only got eggnog. There's nothing else on that list. I don't not touch eggnog because it sends me loopy. I don't touch it because it's vile. Right. Um, I don't think I know what's in it, which I don't want to know either because it might put me off. Um, I used to not love tequila, but I'd only drunk very cheap tequila, (laughs) so I didn't touch that for years. I can't drink... It's it's only a very minor thing. I can't drink orange wicked. Can't drink it. It That will come flying right back out. Yeah, but you fucking love the blue stuff. I I don't mind it. (laughs) Oh, you've changed. I like it. Obviously, I like it. Why? 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 why what's? Because I'm trying to be classy, lady. I don't like, okay, you know, you, I can't go around saying I like blue wicked all the time. You dressed up real nice as well. <laughs> real nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I've just pretty much. I've like. It feels like a great party. That is my note. <laughs> um, so they were asked. Uh, the directors were asked. Were people really partying on set? Can't have been. Cue the party line. Sadly, no. At eight in the morning, I don't think anyone wants to drink or smoke anything. They just want to get through the scene they're shooting and figure out what's going to be for lunch. But by the time we got to the wrap party, I think people were sort of pent up and ready to actually have real drinks in their cups. It got a little bit big and out of control. Great. Mm, That's what you want to hear. You want to hear the wrap party for Office Christmas Party was Was nuts. Was fun, yeah. So... Uh, we find out Clay has no trust fund left. We did that. That's nice. It means that he's, God, he's a generous guy. Carol doesn't care if Clay dies. I know it's only for a moment where she gets in the lift, but it's still pretty dark. It's quite dark, yeah. Uh, Clay is doing a snowflake of cocaine. I've never seen that before, and it's so obvious, and it's so brilliant. <laughs> okay, we're going to need snow. Cocaine. So good. <laughs> yeah, it's good because it's also funny, them comparing their jobs, his day at the office, to her being a pimp. Yeah, I thought the scene was going to switch and she was going to change her mind. She's like, oh, kindred spirit. And it would be Savannah that was like, we are still going to rob him. But she's always going to rob him. But I just thought it would be funny to have that like reversal, maybe. Savannah should start a podcast saying, Savannah says the stupidest things. <laughs> Again. That's, uh, That's funny. It's a good line. Uh, so Josh, Tracy, Mary and Carol turn up at the rough bar. Uh, <laughs> this is Kate McKinnon improving because it's in the outtakes at the end. Last year I fired a father sexual assault case against myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the bit, oh, she's just like, she. you know when a, a comic can milk something from nothing? The bit where she just sits down opposite the guy who's... <laughs> Doing the alien's knife thing with yeah, his hand, yeah, yeah. and she just forces her hand in front of the knife. You just like she's really good, just great. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and then the party has now descended into anarchy. I keep saying things like, but you know, we did Iron Man three recently. Yes. I can't stop saying things in the in the same way as you'll never see me coming. If I may, mm. why should you stop? 
Thank you. Well, it's Christmas. But <laughs> but you could do it always. It can be quote marks. Your funny thing. Great. <laughs> so I love the party. It's now descended into <laughs> anarchy. <laughs> Jesus riding through on a horse. Funny. Brilliant. Brilliant. What an image. What an image. It's really yeah. well shot as it's well. It's really well shot. <laughs> uh, vending machine going out the window, jousting with flaming Christmas trees. Uh, he doesn't say anything in this scene, but it is as funny as seeing Rob Corddry on a throne from the ga- from Game of Thrones, <laughs> yeah, presiding over everything, holding a baby. Brilliant. Lovely stuff. And then we're sort of into this big car chase scene. Um in the end, uh, there's a crash. Uh, Kate McKinnon laughing hysterically as they're spinning out of control. <laughs> Every scene she's in. Every scene she's in. Uh, and then we're in a hospital. Um, the, the crash fixed a previous fracture in clay. Yeah. Uh, and what I love about the end of this movie is everything gets tied off. Well, no, it takes a very long time, but I'll come back to that. Yeah, I'll come back to that as well. Okay, great. I'll probably come back to it first. Okay, if you if you have to. No, if you want to go first. No, it's my change, so I'll say oh, it. Oh, it's my change as well. Oh, really? So who's... Well, I probably should go first. Okay, go on then. Well, is it the end of the film now? We're not doing that yet. <laughs> so... Uh, Tracy uh, works out something with airware and toasters. Something, something. New internet. Yeah. Uh, we see the aftermath of the party. It looks incredible. It really does feel like the aftermath of a party. Uh, Fred is going to do Alison's taxes, so he she doesn't tell doesn't anyone. Time to go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bullies who were bullying Nate uh, about his fake girlfriend uh, have their entire search histories because they were it's a sort of really sub subplot, but they were hacking people's internet they to were. find out stuff about yeah. them. So now they've had their own hacked and all their details. Tells on a whiteboard behind them. Uh, Rob Cordry, uh, Mary, uh, Jeremy, and Mary make up uh, because they shared a dance earlier. And he loves their dancing. He loves their dancing. That'll do. In terms of script <clears throat> stuff for a film like this, that's absolutely perfect. It's the fact that everyone gets a payoff. Yes. Like literally everyone. Yeah. You have to work hard because it's easy to be like, let's just get out, let's finish the film, we're done. Mm. But the smart thing to do is to give all these characters that you love because you've seen them have a party to get to just to give them an end. Yeah, uh, because Nate and Alison get together, and that is purely from one scene when Nate is talking to her goes you deserve someone really nice yes. and then he gets dragged away by uh, the escort he's hired so they get together Clay and Carol make up it wasn't fair that uh, he got to be the fun one uh, Walter even he gets a job with Xenotech <laughs> at the end and <laughs> yeah. uh, that's about it oh lovely well done it's a sign of how much more I've grown as a person. Mm. When Clay's outside the hospital and the joke is the doctor's like, you can't drink on this medication. And he's like, I won't drink. I will drink. I was like, I don't think you should. I actually don't think you should. I think it might kill you, but... Boring. <laughs> um, and we get some great outtakes. Um, so, the director's statement at the end of this, um, of his Christmas parties have become sort of an endangered species. Not if you work for Vicky, they haven't. <laughs> uh, a draw for us was the idea of a movie being a rallying cry that maybe we've gone too far. Maybe we need to bring this tradition back a little bit. Our hope is to be responsible for a lot of people getting fired at their office <laughs> Christmas parties Steady next year. Steady on. <laughs> uh, so uh, we talked about this on Monday, actually, but it, uh, it uh, cost uh, $45 million, Yep, Made $140 million. Amazing. Good work, everyone. Well done. Well done, you guys. Um, and in some uh, territories, it was uh, sold on DVD, not as office Christmas party, but as dirty office party. Dirty office party. So it could be sold all year round and not Brilliant. a Christmas movie. God, well done, marketing. Mm. We never do it. Shout out to marketing. We have shouted out marketing before. <laughs> uh, right then, that is it. Yep. 
Let's do the bits. Okay. Uh, what is your best scene? It's not a scene, but I don't care. It's let me clear my throat. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly the same. Doing my countdown moment. Yeah, uh, working yeah it's fine. It's fine. You're not yeah. cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just brilliant. I don't know what it is about it, but it's, you know, for a movie that basically has set out to put on screen the best party... It shouldn't be as good. Like, they've done it. They found a way to make someone singing that on yeah, stage. Yeah, truth. Just the best. Uh, most valuable whatever. <clears throat> I know, I'm going, can I guess yours? Yeah, of course you can. Kate McKinnon. No. Oh, interesting. No, strong competition for MVW this week. Mm. Uh, almost TJ Miller, but I think you're going to choose him mm. uh, because it is a very silly film and he's holding that together. Uh, Courtney B. Vance. As Walter. Just, I think he's so good. <laughs> like, I just feel like a character. I just want to know everything about him. He's all, he's all stiff and he's all sad about companies not looking after their staff. And then he flies like an eagle and then he gets... I just, he just The way he performs it is, this is such a stupid thing to say, but you want to spend a bit more time with him. I want to get to know him. Why are you sad? Why do you feel undervalued? What's gone on there? Mm. And that's in the performance. It's so silly, but I was really taken with him. I think he's ever so good. Amazing. You were Right, TJ Miller. I know. TJ Miller. TJ Miller. T. Although T. Miller. when Kate McKinnon says to Jerry, Jeremy, whoever he is, at the end when he's not wearing any trash, she just says, "Put your pants back on." And when she says that, it, unbelievable, <laughs> unreal. Anyway, and there's, a, there's a, only about Kate McKinnon can get away with. Uh, literally, it's a fart gag in the board meeting. You're like, yeah, "Are we doing a fart gag?" I know. And still, I was surprised by that. She gets it right though. Yeah. She does it. And <laughs> yeah. the cheese board. Oh. It's brilliant, but no, it's TJ Miller for me, which means we are at the moment where we announce <laughs> our changes. Okay. You can go first. So this anywhere thing, this new internet, mm. we've set it up. It's a bit boring because it doesn't make any sense to an idiot like me. No one knows what new internet is. Car crashes at the end of the Fast and Furious scene. We've knocked out the internet. That's it. We know there's a solution. I do not need to see you test the tech. Of course the tech works. This is a fucking Christmas film. There's absolutely no way that that scene ends with someone going, it doesn't work, by the way, and the, <laughs> the company's dead. You can lose that 15 minutes. And also, last thing, the kiss. This is a Christmas film, everyone. If we're going to have a kiss, it's got to be at the end. That's the law. Why are we kissing in the middle on a roof? Ridiculous. You kiss outside the hospital. Mm. Do you not know anything? <laughs> That's it. All right, my change then. Is um, oh, are you um, right? Just really, just really. I just had a bit of cake. And right, just, just all the carbs are like trying to come out of your head. I just loved it so much. <laughs> just, I think I'm crying because it's so beautiful. <laughs> Ultimate werewolf. Um, right, Clay or Josh. I don't care. Someone makes the jump at the end. You do not have oh, two God, cars yeah. racing towards that bridge, having said how fast you need to think you need to be going. One of them makes it. They crash afterwards. You kind of all the same beats, but like Clay or Josh. Like, makes that jump. Okay, yeah. It's insane not to do it. We're all waiting for the big car stunt. And, it, like, I know the car sort of, like, Clay's car sort of goes in the air and stuff, but he needs to make the jump and have a moment of, like, fucking made it! And then crash. And then it crashed, yeah. That's fair. Ugh. That's it, then. Office Christmas party yes. is Finn. Ished, which means it is time for. I'm going to stop doing it. It's got, you said I could just keep doing it, and it can be my thing. It's I think right. it's just going to get really annoying. I see you. It's fine. All right then. So it's time for the verdict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. I'll go first. Go. 
then I can eat some cake. So go on. You okay? Yeah. So uh, well, it's only a brief verdict this week from me, but I'll try and um, I'll oh, pad no, it out I by doing that. That's a lot of cake. I'm going to do a big bit now. You normally talk for fucking ages. The amount of my verdict is equivalent to the amount of cake you just shoved in your mouth. So a lot. So I enjoyed the night before a lot more this time, but the nutcracker ball is shit. Uh, I, I hate it. I actually, it makes me makes me feel sick. That party, <laughs> the, the idea that that is in some way this mythical party you can just do one. So yeah, I don't. In all due respect to Miley Cyrus, who is a very talented artist and actor, um, you know. But that's you sh- if that's your entertainment for a party, it's like ah no, there's nothing cool about that. So yeah, nope. <laughs> no to that party. Uh, Office Christmas Party mm-hmm. has two amazing, amazing characters. TJ Miller as Clay. And that fucking party. <laughs> that party. It's a character in its it's own right. It's a character in itself. It's, it's a character in itself. It's much like New York at Christmas. <laughs> this party in Chicago is a character in its own right. So, yeah, Office Christmas Party. Chris's vote next. He sent me his. He did. A night, no, the night. See, I can't even remember that bullshit movie. <laughs> the night before, the night before. So it's one apiece. Vicky Crompton, it is down to you. Our final Merry Clashmas Christmas countdown. Who is our winner going to be? So the night before should be a slam dunk, shouldn't it? Because it's grown up super bad at Christmas. And and I love that film. And it's got this emotional surprise, this through line of change and grief and moving on. But I've seen it twice. I just don't think it's that funny. And all the funny people are there. So my expectations are higher. Therefore, it falls further. Office Christmas party. I was quite ambivalent about it because I thought it was horrible bosses. <laughs> Despite that. <laughs> Despite the lack of a, actually a decent story engine. It's just so stupidly entertaining. I was just grinning like a moron the whole time. I said this to you, Mark Parsons was sat next to me and he's like, why are you grinning like an idiot? And I was like, no reason. Hmm. And he had to move away from me because he was so annoyed <laughs> by what he was seeing. I love the fact that there is something to be said about this movie, the fact that you felt like that, because I think there's, there's something in this movie that I cannot quantify or qualify yeah. that just makes it it's so joyous. much fun. I know. And I, obviously it could be better. I think Test the Tech is actually on forgivable but the funny cameos are good the party looks god fucking so much better so i think this might annoy chris a little bit but it is office christmas party i love it i love it but honestly it is yeah it is it's it is it just is the better film the better christmas movie our winner this week is office christmas party our final merry clashmas christmas countdown winner possibly the greatest Christmas movie of all time? Let's say it is. TBC. (laughs) TBC. It's either this or it's a wonderful life. One of the two. It's hard. Time will tell. Hard to pick. They've both been out a while. Yeah, I think, think, you know, I think because this has only been out about, you know, seven, eight years now, Mm -hmm. you know, it's growing every year. It's becoming more and more. Of a threat to it. It's a wonderful life. Well, an unfair title. I don't think it deserves it. It's a wonderful life. Whereas off his Christmas party, it's just going to grow and grow. Sure. Right then. That is it. Our final Merry Christmas Christmas countdown is done. Some sad news now, which we've left intentionally till the end of the show so we could all enjoy this week's episodes together. But this is our penultimate week making Clash of the Titles. Next week's episodes will be 
our very last episodes of the show. Uh, and on a personal note, this is my actual last ever Clash of the Titles show, period. But uh, the glorious duo of Vicky and Chris will be here to say a final farewell next week, won't you? Of course. Of course you will. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, so I know that's a bit of a bombshell, but the two takeaways are we have absolutely loved making this show for the last four and a half years and over 400 episodes. It's been so much fun, uh, which has largely been down to you guys listening every week. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Every single one of you who has been part of this journey. It's uh, it's a cliche, but we really couldn't have made it without you turning up each week to listen to us babble about film so thank you for being all in with this show (laughs) big shout out to our producer nikki who has done glorious work on the show thank you nikki week in week out Uh, so thank you nikki uh, and thank you to all of you clash podders far and wide for supporting and enjoying clash of the titles uh oh and one final thank you to the legend and icon Tim Curry <laughs> and that completes our final obligatory oh, Tim Curry Jesus reference man. <laughs> beautiful do you want to add anything or do you want to save your goodbye for next week I, do, I just want to say the same as you just thank you to everybody Like this has been one of the best things it's just been one of the best gifts of my life honestly I didn't think I could do anything like this and the people that listen I've, oh, I don't know. Just made me realise that I don't know things that feel really difficult and hard and impossible and, un- and uncomfortable on occasion. It's just been so rewarding. I, I would never have thought that I would ever even do this, let alone for four and a bit years, and for it to just be. Oh, just give me a second. That's just the cake. I'm not sad. <laughs> but for it to just be as um, as lovely as it's been every single week is amazing. That's it, so no more. <laughs> All right, then. So, humorously, uh, I know what's coming, but what <laughs> What movies are we closing out our tenure as Clash of the Titles? This is going to make me cry. <laughs> host, as what are we picking? What was the clue and what are the movies? The clue was we're finally having a lava fun and we're doing, I don't even think I can say this, we're doing Dante's Peak versus Volcano. Do you want to explain why we're doing that? This was the pitch that we... <laughs> this, this is how good we are at pitching. We're like, do you know Dante's Peak and Volcano? Someone's like, maybe. Yeah, yeah anyway, point being, they're so similar. Basically, the premise of the show was built around the idea that Dante's Peak and Volcano are two movies about volcanoes, yeah. and, and there's a lot of But one of them like might be that. better than the other. Yeah. <laughs> and so we pitched it, and then we just never got round to ever doing no, them. No, it felt too weird to do it, because what I think we were nervous. If we did it, and we were shit at it, then the whole thing falls off doesn't it so we just left it yeah but they're finally getting their day in yeah, the sun I hope they're good Dante's Peak versus Volcano Chris and Vicky will be seeing you out for the final ever Clash of the Titles pairing next week I'm sure it'll be a good one and I'm sure Chris will I love saying goodbye to you as well but thank you again for listening and have a lovely lovely weekend Christmas and a happy new year bye bye Clash of the Titles is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.